Hey, Dean Lance, this is Richie from Corona. Hey, I'm wondering, uh, my girlfriend's about nine months half pregnant right now. I'm wondering what what can I do to her that's sick and wrong, and I can send you guys some photos. So give me some ideas, all right? Activate my curly hair stick. Initiate Jukla. Commence annoying commentary. Begin geek upload. System check complete. All systems operational in. Five, four, three, two, one. This is Sick and Wrong, the podcast. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. I'm one of your hosts, D. Simon. I'm Lance Wackerly. See, Wackerly, do you, do you notice my professional tone? I sound like a, almost like a pilot, like an airline pilot, putting people uh-huh. at ease, ready to embark on this podcraft flight. Uh-huh. Whereas you kind of sound like the wild card, like something, I don't know, like maybe you're the guy in the back wearing the turban about to go crazy and start screaming out Akbar. Derail the whole show. <laughs> that was my California surfer dude voice. I, don't know I still don't trust Akbar from that. Okay, well, all right. Well, then you're the guy in the back that's groped a stewardess already, drank way too much before he even got on the plane, and it's just going to cause some trouble. Off. My shirt is off. You know, I wish someone would come into like your Spicoli house in that restaurant. and zip tie you. <laughs> 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 so, uh, happy birthday there, man, in advance. Isn't it your birthday yeah. this weekend? Next Tuesday. Next Tuesday. So, uh, celebrate. The celebration will be this weekend, for sure. So, the... Wackerly birthday parties happening on Saturday or Sunday? Oh, it's going to be all weekend long. Or it's an all weekend me. thing. The major, the major event will be Saturday during the day. Well, you you typically enjoy your birthdays. Like I shun my birthdays. <laughs> like I, I consider I say- like a birth having a birthday is like having leprosy. It's just something I don't want. Yeah. Whereas you you embrace here. them. I know, but but let's moderate this commentary here a little bit. I'm not one of those people who forces people to go out for like, you know, 17 events throughout the whole month because it's my birth month. No, uh, yeah. But, but I don't hide from my birthday as some people do. I, I tend to, I tell as few people as possible, I don't want anyone getting me a gift. You can buy me a shot if you're in the vicinity when it's the night of my birthday or when we're out celebrating my birthday, but... I don't like, you know, personally to me, I don't even want to have dinner. I don't even give a fuck we went, about that. We went that. out for your birthday. We did, Didn't yeah. We? I mean, we, we'd go out and have dinner or something like that. So just, I'm, not, I'm not doing much more than that. Okay, so you're not, you I'm didn't plan l- like less, roller less rink. Dinner, more, huh? You didn't plan like a roller rink, uh, maybe no. go to see a movie together, maybe go do some bowling and then go no, to the bar like and then that. have some Chuck E. Cheese. Well, here's, I am doing something <laughs> a little different. Daytime drinking. Ooh, that is a little bit in. That is a bit out of the ordinary. At, I'm telling everybody to meet at two at a bar, and we'll just take over the bar before it gets really crowded and get really drunk. And then by the time the you know attractive, hip, cool people come in, we'll be ready to go. So you're not even gonna try to get score on your birthday. I I don't know. <laughs> not necessarily. <laughs> I have. I don't think my plan precludes or encourages that 
really. So did you plan this event yourself? Did you send out an evite yeah. to get party hats? Nope. An email. I sent out a BCC'd email because that's the other thing. If you if you put everybody in this in the invite line, then people start responding to each other and you know replying, and then there's there's all kinds of shenanigans and horsing around going on. But since I blind carbon copied everybody, and I told and I told specifically, I said don't RSVP. <laughs> so you just said okay. So this is going to be almost like a surprise party of who's going to show up. You don't even know. <laughs> not really. No, no, it's not a surprise party <laughs> <laughs> that I planned. No, I'm just saying this is what it basically said. Hey. I'm going to this bar, and it's going to be my birthday, and if you want to come, come. If you don't want to come, no big deal. Just don't come. You don't even need to tell me. You don't need to give me an excuse. And then the other thing I put in there is I no gifts. I hate getting gifts. Yeah, I, I was about to comment in front on that. Of people. I was about to comment on that, because we have a couple... You know, Okay, I can understand when it's a female friend that gives you a gift, because women like to give gifts and like to receive gifts that's what they do but male friends are not supposed to do it i guess maybe if they're gay they get a free pass but it's Shit. like when you have your buddies that give you a gift that like costs more than forty dollars oh even forty dollars is a lot forty dollars is a lot too i'm just kind of like god man why just take it back take Before, it back <laughs> pre yeah previously i'd be like if you want to give me something give me a bottle of booze that's but a even good that gift. now, that's I'm a good just gift. like, I'll, I'll buy my own booze, though. Yeah, but then <laughs> you, know? you got to, what I'm saying is, I think we we lament this every year around our birthdays, but what I'm saying is, you know, I got to remember when your birthday is, which I because really won't. a vicious won't. cycle of gifting. Uh, it's, yeah, and then they're hurt. And then yeah. there's a couple friends in particular that do this. I'm not going to mention any names here, but if you're listening, don't do it anymore. <laughs> Just stop. I don't want your gifts. Yeah. I understand the thought is there, okay? But so is the thought yeah. of just buying me a shot. So my birthday plans. As yeah, I'm not you getting stated, your fucking I, I'm not. I'm not shunning the birthday idea, but I'm going to walk into a bar and drink, and maybe some people will show up that I know. Maybe they won't. <laughs> Who cares? Well, I think either way, just get completely wasted. It made me insult I'm gonna try, some people. I'm going to try and keep it in check. That's the other idea about the daytime. Daytime drinking, idea. dude. No holds barred. Well, you can get wasted, but I'm I'm thinking I'm probably not thinking this out correctly. Well, people right. assume that you're like, well, we're gonna start early, so then we'll have dinner, and then we'll be okay, and then it's round number two. It's like really, it's gonna be like maybe you'll shove a slice of pizza in your face, and then while doing like even more shots because everyone's gonna be buying you shots. You're gonna definitely be extremely inebriated uh, this weekend, and there might be some good stories. Hopefully not. <laughs> Hopefully something in the paper. That's what I'm I'd a, like I'm to see. I'm of an age where I don't want there to be story. When I was 21, <laughs> I was like, I'm going to go get so shit-faced. And now, man, there's going to be such cool shit happening. We're going to post it all over our Facebook pages, although we didn't have Facebook back then. So I don't know what we would do, talk about it to each other. But you know, now I'm just like, oh, my God, I want no stories come Monday. If there's no stories come Monday, perfect birthday. It would be a good, good birthday. You know, you bring up an interesting point, though, mentioning Facebook. Are you going to... Post? Do you have your birthday listed on Facebook? Yeah. I considered taking it down just for this month, just to avoid that torrent of, you know, hundreds of messages that all say the same thing. They say happy birthday, which is appreciated that people recognize that's your birthday and wish you a happy birthday. It's just you just get so many of them. You know, on a normal day, you get like one post. 
that somebody's mass inviting you to a rave or something that's a million miles yeah, away from where you live. But uh, on your birthday, your birthday you, is happy birthday. you get deluged by all these notifications. You're like, oh my God, look at all. But then you read through them and it's all the same thing. Hey, happy birthday. Happy birthday, man. Happy birthday, whacker. You know, I ended up I ended up lying about my birthday and I change it periodically so no one really fucking knows when my birthday is. And the reason I did that You're like is because Batman. of what people post. And it's not just a happy birthday, D. Some people do that, the nice people. Other uh-huh. people will post a picture of some guy's like, you know, erect penis with a you know, birthday candle in the hole yeah, like with a birthday candle shoved in the hole just right in my comments like right on my page and you know it, it, to be quite honest you can't do that facebook doesn't want you and i'm not trying to say i follow all of facebook's rules you're just trying to keep your page pg that's cool well you know you never know i mean there's a lot of different people that that view your page i don't really care all that much about that but i'm worried that if you're a repeat offender, that they could delete you, like MySpace used to do. Oh, and I then you'd have to build that whole fucking page again, which I wouldn't do. I'd be like, I'm done. I'm done Did with you, you had, Facebook. You had that giant MySpace page that got taken down, like, out of the blue, right? It just because vanished too much one day. And, and gore on it. You know, it was, okay, but this was years ago, and MySpace was still kind of cool, but... We, it was the first sick and wrong page. I never had a personal one, but I started a sick and wrong podcast MySpace page. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you know, I mean, I didn't mod my page. I didn't really know that you had to mod your page. I thought anything, you know, anything was fine. So people were leaving some just atrocious comments. And, you know, in the little comment page, you could post JPEGs and videos mm-hmm. and just all this horrible, horrific, you know, vile stuff. Right. And so... MySpace, instead of just sending me a warning or deleting the content, just deleted the entire page. It's like, we are going to remove this page from existence. Gone. And there were like 5,000 people on it, like 5,000 friends. So That's I'm, the kind of place MySpace is. That's the kind of operation they run over there. Well, I'm worried that Facebook might do the same thing if you're a repeat offender. Like, you know, every day they're like, oh, fuck. Now i got to go back to that sick and wrong D. Simon page and delete, like... You know, six penis pictures and five gross titty pictures. And, oh, great, here's a diseased vagina. Oh, blue waffle, wonderful. Now I'm going to have to, like, okay, blue waffle birthday cake picture. Great. You know, it's like I'm it's just like worried about being job, that guy. a part-time job. And then, and then that's not the end of it either because then you have to deal with the people complaining that you deleted what they posted to your page. And then, well, then, you, then, then you're in an argument again. with them about what's appropriate or not. You know, come on. Do you leave those pictures that, uh, that people post on your page? Like someone posted a picture of a woman with just biting down on some guy's penis. In her mouth? Yeah, that's on my page, too. Is it still up there? Because I deleted that one. I just leave it. I never... Th- I only... I didn't really realize this was dangerous until you pointed it out to me today, that they we- might delete my page. I just figured they would delete the post or maybe delete the person's account who posted the picture, but they could delete my page because it's on there. Well, I was reading an article about this, actually, in a, on a firstpost.com, a tech site that I sometimes frequent. Um, <laughs> I'm joking. I got off is this, where, is this where other people post who like digitally produce porn mags? No, I got this off a of Gawker. I'm just trying to appear intelligent here. <laughs> That's the only site I ever go to is Gawker. The more no. I listen to talk radio in the morning and afternoon and radio and midday talk radio, the more I realize that just every radio program, they just go to Gawker and get their topics of the day. I mean, 90% of the time, that's where they come from. There are a couple other sites I go to, but yeah, Gawker's definitely one of them I check throughout the day. 
But they, they had posted a they, – they did an interview where they had spoken to some moderators of Facebook's user content. So Facebook hires a company called Zero – like Odesk, I think it's called. And I think they outsource it to India. So they, they hire this like team in India to go through and moderate user content. And they supply them with, with acceptable content guidelines, which Gawker got a copy of their guidelines. Oh, wow. And it, it, it's, it's kind of hilarious what they consider acceptable versus what they consider offensive and what, what, is, what is deleted. And so this company goes through, and depending on these guidelines, just look at people's sites. And I think certain things are flagged. And then they'll find you eventually. Like another user flags it, and then the Indian people review the flagged comments. I think that's the way it works. Oh. I don't think they just kind of arbitrarily pick people's um, profiles and go through it. I think someone had flagged that I, I go through like 7,800 pages a day looking for cocks and buttholes and titties. <laughs> that's just my job. I go out for a curry for lunch, then I come back and look at more buttholes and titties. So I have a copy of the sheet here, but uh, but so on this cheat sheet that uh, Gawker published on their page, it just is like a you know an overview of what to look for. So they say any obvious sexual activity, even if Cox, naked parts are hidden titties. from view um, by hands, clothes, or objects, that's unacceptable. And this includes cartoons and art. So that's well, also that's just ridiculous. like I can't post the Venus de Milo on my page because her fucking vagina is showing. Well, you wonder. I mean, they, they, it's the arbiters are all in India, so I guess it's what they deem offensive. Vishnu's penis is fine. <laughs> I, I like this. Also banned female nipple bulges. Just the bulge. Not even the nipple. Just the bulge. What I find funny about that is, has anybody ever used that phrase ever before this guideline was written? Nipple bulge? I've never heard that. Female nipple bulges is very common in our society. I like the puffy nipple. Is that the extra bulge you have there on your puffy nip? But male nipples are fine. Those are those are completely permissible. Naked well, butt- that's, a, that's a whole intro topic in and of itself. I mean, this is culturally, even across culturally, right? Yeah. It's it, 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 always it, it, been it the double matter. standard. I mean, you see a male nipple, it's fine. You know, it's not in arousing every culture. It's you know, biological. But uh, as naked soon as you put cracks, a big fatty tit behind the nipple, then it's not fine. Well, you know, there's. I've seen pictures of men's chests that you're like, if you shave that, <laughs> if you shave that guy's chest, I might find that arousing. Just if you had no, you're like, speaking of the meatloaf phenomenon that was highlighted in Fight Club. I'm just saying, if it was just a torso pick, no face, and they shaved it, and it was you, you could look at it and be like, you know, maybe I use some imagination here. Jesus. That could be D cups. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just saying, well, he could be cupping that with his mouth. Why is that acceptable? Whereas a female nipple bulge, unacceptable. I don't know. Like I said, let's not get into the whole male versus female nipple thing. We'll we'll never end. Mother's breastfeeding without clothes on. Oh, that Naked can be controversial. It actually because you know, there's this whole was. movement of peop- of women who are very pro breastfeeding in public. Yeah, I guess uh, there's a group that um, they called it. They call it lactivism. Oh Jesus Christ! Put your goddamn kid away. <laughs> and se- on, on second thought, put your goddamn kid away. I don't really want to see him either. Well, Facebook had been deleting these breastfeeding photos, so the oh, lactivists um, posted had a. They organized a virtual nurse in 
on the website where a, a, for a day, angry supporters posted a profile picture of an image of a mother breastfeeding and changed their Facebook status to say, hey, hey Facebook, breastfeeding is not obscene. <laughs> Jesus. I don't know. This is another case of people with too much time on their hands. Way too much time on their hands. Complain about whether they can post pictures of themselves breastfeeding. On Facebook. And, and furthermore, who wants to see that? You know, I, I kind of want to see it. <laughs> to be honest with you. Well, it depends on how much baby's in the picture versus how much right. tit. Like, if it's just a little bit of side boob and a big baby's head, that's doing nothing for me. But if I can crop out the baby's head, then I'm cool with it. Well, if I can see nipple, then I'm like, all right, that's cool. Then I'm just going to like take my lasso in Photoshop and just baby's gone. You know, lasso. the magnetic lasso. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Everybody knows what you're talking about. Come on. So this is interesting here. This is what is uh, not acceptable at all on, uh, for pictures on Facebook. Blatant depiction of camel toes or moose knuckles. Do they actually use the term camel toe? <laughs> and moose knuckle. What's the difference between... Bullshit. What's the difference between a moose knuckle and a camel toe? I will show that to you, Wackerly. It's right here. It is right here in my guidelines. All right, show it to me. It says, uh, blatant, obvious depiction of camel toes and moose knuckles. Right there. Oh, well, I thought you were going to show me a picture of the difference between a camel toe and a moose knuckle. No, they're just saying that's that... A, a camel toe and a moose knuckle are both not allowed. But I'm just wondering, what's the difference? I am wondering the same thing. <laughs> we have a communication breakdown here. I thought you were going to show me. Is a moose knuckle the male version of a camel toe? You know, I had no idea. You know, if if we had prepped for this show like we should have, maybe we would have looked that up. But I wonder if a moose knuckle is a dude's sack. I always thought a moose knuckle was just another term for a camel toe. I thought toe. a moose knuckle was like a fatter woman's camel toe. That's what I always thought, too. You know, after the show, I'm going to have to look this up. I'm sure there's... I've also heard the term mammal toe for a male camel toe. I didn't even know men could have a camel toe. Haven't you ever seen people in, like, tight bicycle pants? It's just ball sack. I mean, you just... You're, you, you see well, your balls Through the pants. Out. I always thought a camel toe just specifically, were, like, meant that they're fat labia, or you could see labia. But it maybe... Is. But there's got to be a male version of that, too. I mean, it's like smuggling plums, right? You, you know, I bet you moose knuckles must be the, 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 the male version of it here. So now this is interesting. This is on the other side here. Acceptable photos, according to Facebook, include crushed heads, excessive blood, and deep flesh wounds, as long as there are no insides showing. <laughs> so that's crushed fine. Crushed heads? Crushed heads, that's fine. I don't have a lot of photos of crushed heads laying around, but... Okay. So I guess so so people you can put some like horribly violent images on my page just just no no camel toes all right and no, no blue waffles popping out apparently right Yeah no there're definitely no innards a lot I don't know how you show a picture of a crushed head without the insides also showing Yeah so just uh, yeah I don't I don't know either I mean I guess you could maybe see a little bit of brain I wonder how you define insides <laughs> It's the stuff on the inside yeah, but I mean, outside. if it's just like a little peak of the inside or if it's hanging out, you know, I mean, there's, it's, there's just so much. There's such a gray area here. Well, that's why you got to employ the Indian dudes, programmers to look at this stuff, make the judgment calls. I find this interesting. I bet you this is probably the most popular set of photos that are deleted here. Images of drunk or unconscious people or sleeping people with things drawn on their faces. Seriously? You can't have those on Facebook. Because if I had Facebook in college... 
That would be my whole page. <laughs> you know, if, if you think about it, high school and college, I bet you that's yeah. what they do all day. I mean, I'm sure there's some nudity here, like uh, ass shot every now and then, but I would say, in general, it's probably those pictures. Yeah, that's got to be a high volume of traffic. Yeah, people drunk or unconscious. On a daily basis. You know, this is interesting, too. Uh, th this falls under the hate content category here versus photos. Comparing two people side by side, you can't have those. Mm. I feel like I see some of this stuff often. Yeah, I know. Any slurs or racial comments? Not allowed to have that. that. Hate symbols? Not allowed to have that. Mm. This is my favorite, which uh, actually people should not be doing this in the first place. I mean, if they're even somewhat intelligent. Praising or displaying crimes that they or their friends committed. <laughs> I, I love when people do that. It's like you, you yeah. always, I would say every week there's at least two to three articles of someone who got caught because they posted pictures or comment on Facebook of themselves like driving a stolen car. You know, it, yeah. it, it blows my mind. a bunch mind. of stolen merchandise like laying on their bed. On a related note though, what about people who constantly post about you know, downloading music and like, oh, I found this great torrent of like every Beatles album, you know? Maybe you shouldn't be posting that to Facebook. Yeah, I wonder how, um, you, you probably shouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't post anything that was even remotely related to illegal activity. I think maybe some children, and when I say children, I mean people under 37 years old, <laughs> don't even like realize that like copyright infringement or, you know, you know, illegal downloading is really illegal. Like, really, really illegal. They probably realize it's illegal, but they don't realize it's really, really illegal. I think it's mitigated in their minds because it's, I mean, it's just on the internet and there's this level right. of anonymity which doesn't exist anymore in this new state of uh, Google's new <laughs> privacy, uh, Google's new uh, um, format that they're, they, they just recently released where you just right. have no privacy anymore. Yeah, I blame Facebook just as much as Google, but they're both seem to be headed down that path of fuck everybody. So uh, a couple more here. Urine, feces, vomit, semen, pus, and earwax not allowed. What in the fuck? <laughs> I'm closing my Facebook page. It's like there's no point to it. Cartoon feces is cool. Oh. Um, well, real and cartoon snot, that's cool. That is um, cool. Violent speech, not allowed. Example, I love hearing skulls crack. You would delete that. That, that's just not allowed. What about all my posts about like eviscerating giraffes? Was that cool? No, nope. mutilation more of people. That's more hunting than violence. Hunting depicting mutilation of people or animals or decapitated, dismembered, charred, or burning humans, not allowed. In certain this things, is a, they, this is they a escalate. coastal liberal list of things. Like, like, what about all the hunters in the Midwest who want to post pictures of their, you know, field dress deer and elk? And cougars. Yeah, I wonder how they do that. Because a lot of people do pose with their their dead animals and the animals that they just shot. I've seen that and before. And these Indian dudes must be offended whenever somebody posts a picture of a cheeseburger. Yeah. You know, because they're not allowed to eat a cow. Yeah, I, wonder, I mean, that, that's the thing. It's like, I know they're, they're working with these guidelines, but how do you really know what's, a, what's offensive? I mean, how can you really decide what's offensive? You can't know. We live in the postmodern age. So, so it's interesting. They say here, moderating Facebook's a thankless task, and uh, would be even without the opaque community standards that they that they're given they're, that they're, that they need to use. Um, These are the actual guys who are the moderators are saying this. Yeah, like it's a, they they say it's a thankless task here, but to me, 
listening to what they have to do, it almost sounds like the perfect job. I think this would be the perfect job for me. I think this job okay. would make me a self-actualized human being. I think I would enjoy getting up every morning and going to work if this is what I had to do. So listen to this. Um, one moderator here. <clears throat> one moderator explained uh, during a Skype chat. It just proved that they're, they're in India, even though they don't say it. Think like that there is a sewer channel. And all of the mess, dirt, waste, shit of the world flows towards you, and you have to clean it. <laughs> is he talking about the sick and wrong forum, or is this Facebook? I guess it's Facebook. We don't right. really have this function on the sick and wrong forum, y- y- which is why it's such a w- wonderful place. It's just never cleaned. Um, yeah. Each moderator seemed to find a different genre of offensive content especially jarring. Uh, one was shaken by videos of animal abuse. said at least three or four a day. Another said racism. And they're complaining of violent videos of bad fights of men beating each other. A one moderator only lasted three weeks before he had to quit. He said, pedophilia, necrophilia, beheading, suicide, I could go on. I left because I value my mental sanity. I could do this all day. I could sit yeah. there all day and being like, although for me it would be bad because I'd be like, eh, that's not that bad. There's barely any blood it. there. You call that a beheading? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Mutilation? No way. Okay, yeah. All right, he's disfigured. But who isn't? I don't know. I think True. maybe, yeah, maybe I wouldn't be all that. I probably would get fired, but I think You're I would enjoy it. You're a jaded Westerner. I mean, these are, these are earnest, non-ironic Indian people who are sort of making their way through the world. It's up-and-coming culture, you know. The, the problem is they'd have to pay me like 14 bucks an hour at least, whereas they're paying probably these guys what, like? I don't know, a dollar? 14 bucks a week. $2 and a papaya? Yeah. I mean, what else papaya. do they get? <laughs> Why do you think they eat papaya in India? I don't think that's... They love papaya in India. <laughs> I don't think that's true. <laughs> you never had an Indian papaya Slurpee? No. Very popular drink. It's very popular. Very, very popular. Very popular in my country. Papaya. <laughs> um, you know, it's naive to think that the, that the internet... Then, you know, that the site could exist without moderation because there are always people willing to push the boundaries and take advantage of other people. And, uh, you know, I mean, that's what they say here, that, that there are always people who are willing to push the boundaries of what's acceptable on the Internet. And they will be in conflict with conservative elements of society all the time. So it's difficult to find a middle ground. And that's kind of where, what Facebook's conundrum is here. My question is, why, you know, why, why do they have such stringent guidelines and who's who's creating these like do you think they're worried about being sued no like for offensive images no they're worried about i mean then what's the motivation facebook's an advertise a marketing machine right it's advertising and if it becomes a cesspit there no advertisers are going to want to advertise there so which is pretty much what happened to myspace yeah that's what they're trying to avoid, exactly. So they just even don't want to MySpace be inundated. Was, even though MySpace did weird things like delete your whole page without even giving you a warning, ultimately they are, were not very good at policing the content. I mean, it became just a haven for strippers and, and uh, escorts and stuff. You know. Well, I think also what the thing is with MySpace as well is people had too much control of their own, of their own page. Right. Whereas Facebook here still maintains a rigorous control, a rigorous hold on what, you know, the, obviously the content that they deem appropriate versus what you're allowed to do with a page. Right. So maybe that's what it is. That's their, their, their mode of success here. Keep it you clean, know, people. Keep it clean. We've got and stock it, to sell and, ever, and products to push. 
So there you go, people. Now, now you know you have a list of guidelines of what you can post on Wackerly's page. No buttholes, no goatsy, no blue waffles. Just email those to me directly. Yeah. <laughs> Wackerly at cigaronpodcast.com. <laughs> here's, here's one. Here's one. Can I make one final request? Here's yeah. what I wish Facebook would moderate. When people post a photo or a link to my page that I saw like three years ago, <laughs> that's what I wish they would moderate. They should add one of those guidelines, just, you know, prohibited content. Sex, violence, racial slurs, blah, 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 theft, criminality. And the final one should be old shit. <laughs> or redundant memes. I don't want to see any memes. more old shit. Redundant yeah. memes that have been beaten oh, the, to death. That's a whole different thing. The redund- I mean, the redundant meme might be like, oh, I found out a new twist on this funny meme that's been around for eight years. Like, I don't want to see it. You know what it is? It's because there's like 15-year-olds that are just discovering the magic of the internet. And they're just finding out about these memes that we've seen like 10 years ago. And then they think that we haven't seen it. We are right. masters of the internet. We're podcrafters, people. Your information and then, and then flows through do, us. And then what people do is they link your your name they to the photo. You. They tag you. They tag you. Fuckers. And then every time one of their 15-year-old noob friends comments on how much they like the p- photo of the funny cat saying something funny, then it flags on your page as another notification, and you got to keep deleting them or going back. I guess you could remove the tag, but then I always feel rude. So is, is the problem... That when you sign into your page, you see like, wow, there's 10 notifications. Probably at least three of those are are maybe a hot chick. And then you click on it, and it's just like these noob 15-year-old dudes (laughs) that have made some stupid comment, like one-word comment, on this old fucking meme. Check out this dancing banana, bro. (laughs) (laughs) It's dancing to the banana phone song. Or uh, right. did you, what was the one that someone posted today, the, the picture of the cupcakes that had like vagina frosting? Sure. Vagina that one's pu- only cupcakes? maybe two years old. So but it's, it's been posted on my page like three or four times if right. you go through it. And I, th- I think I've deleted the tags in the past. No, maybe not the first time. I feel this, rude deleting the tag. The same with me. I left this one up there just because people yeah. were commenting on it. Yeah. But it's not new to me. It's not like I'm saying that, wow, that, that is a clever novel concept. Vagina frosting. Never thought we're about like, that myself. We're like internet Jedis, dudes. <laughs> Can't show us something new. <laughs> I dare you. <laughs> but Facebook should do that. That's what the moderator should be doing. Going through and just deleting old memes. Old shit. Yeah. I, would even old go, shit. I would even go further and have some type of a filter when you even try to post that would just warn you. Warning. Old shit. This lolcat has been posted <laughs> three million times to Facebook. Are you sure you want to put it on your page and look like a noob? Yeah, no, they, that's, I think that's a good idea. You know, Wackerly, you should suggest that to them. I think that'd be a good idea. I guess I'll just start flagging shit for being old. Reason for flag. Seen it. Old. Been there. Yeah. So, people, this is episode 319 here of Sick and Wrong. Quick recap of last week's show. We did two stories. Uh, the first listener sent in a story about a pig farmer who you just shouldn't, you should just never trust pig farmers. It's a good blanket never. rule to live your life by. Uh, second Cor- listener, corporate pig farmers are fine. In my yeah, book. but just, it's, it's uh, just yeah, pig independent small time pig farmers just don't trust them. I'm not going to stop eating bacon if it's if it's farmed on a factory farm. Then I'm good with it. That's true. Uh, second story here was a son rants on his mom for having sex with his teen friend. And you know, you know what blew my mind? That story one, that one beat up 
beat out the pig farmer trying to rip a live woman's heart out. Well, you know, it's in the the professional telling of the story that the real points come from. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure that's what it was. But it won by one vote. It's as close as Rick Santorum and Mitt Romney's Michigan primary. I was nice, surprised. Uh, nice yeah. reference there. I know. Smart it, guy. It was close, man. It was definitely close. <laughs> so congratulations, listener, too, uh, with your son who ratted, on his, ratted his mom out. Uh, you won episode 318. You get a sick and wrong care package. It was probably that kid who did the winning vote. He seems like he'd be a sick and wrong listener. Yeah, and the, the kid that did the rat or the kid that fucked the fat chick? Both. <laughs> I think the kid that did the rat would be the... Uh... The final vote, though. Who did the writing. Uh, people, you know the way Sick and Wrong works. Wackley and I discuss the most disturbing news items here on the show. Uh, audience votes and winner gets Sick and Wrong Care Package. You can send in your stories to sickandwrongpodcast.com. Submit them via Twitter to me or Wackley or Facebook or even through the forum. I have plenty of avenues to get us, uh, to get us these stories. Um, we, we got a few good ones here for episode 319. Before we get to that, here's a word from our sponsor, audible.com. If you're illiterate or have Down syndrome, but you still want to read a book, why not go to audible.com and get an audiobook? Audible has over 75,000 titles to choose from, with more being added all the time. Just go to audiblepodcast.com slash diddle and get your free audiobook today. So the uh, first listener story here was sent in from Chris from Kansas City. He says, would you have taken any heroic measures? I would have told him which direction to cut. Keep it sick, keep it wrong. Um, Chris is referring to a mentally ill man who committed suicide in his prison cell um, just this past week. The family of said man had seen horrific footage for the first time, which showed their 26-year-old son bleeding to death while guards stood around and watched. And did nothing to stop it. Anthony wow. Lester took his own life. After so he had he a was, video camera in his room? I think a guard made... After he... Well, I'll get to this in a second. But I think well, okay, what happens... Sorry. One of the guards filmed this after the alarms were raised. So someone had a video camera. Maybe that's what they do now. Yeah. Have everything on videotape. So Anthony Lester took his own life after he was mistakenly given razors... In a prisoner hygiene pack. Mistakenly? Mistakenly. Yeah, I'm sure. I didn't even think they'd give any prisoner a razor. I guess how well, else would shave they shave? Somehow. Yeah, but don't, don't they have like people that cut their hair? And like a barber? <laughs> you only need your hair cut once a month. If you, wanna, if you don't want to have a beard, you've got to shave almost but every day. It, right? But it surprises me that you would trust a prisoner who just, I mean, obviously these people have violent tendencies. With a razor, right. like with a sharp, uh, you know, razor sharp object, safety razor. But it sounds like there's certain prisoners, like this guy, that aren't they're, they're sort of on some list where they don't even get that, and that's and that's what sounds like what happened. He accidentally got the razor that he's prohibited him specifically is prohibited from having. So these guys that are prohibited from having a razor must just be full on beardos. Yeah, you know, ZZ Top going on here. Join the club. Well, like you said, <laughs> when they get their monthly haircut, they probably get the beard 
get they probably get the shaved. trim then, yeah. But but for a month, a month worth of growth. You can't have a big ZZ Top beard in That's prison because you can hide you can hide shit in there. Yeah, you probably well, you could probably hide like a crowbar or something that you could escape exactly. with. <laughs> Drugs, <laughs> syringes. Um, Anthony man. Lester cut his wrist and and juggler vein with that razor in a shared cell in Tucson, Arizona. Uh, his family have battled with the state for almost two years to gain access to this footage, which was filmed by one of the guards who went to Lester's cell after an alarm was raised um, uh, because of the incident. Uh, correction officers can allegedly be seen doing nothing for 23 minutes while the young man bled heavily from his wounds while lying on a top bunk bed. I feel sorry for his roommate. Yeah, whoever has to be underneath him is just getting drenched with just blood. drenched with blood. I mean, it's like, it sounds like the shining. Trying to jack off down man. here. Could <laughs> <laughs> you stem the tide there, Moses, a little bit? Uh, instead, the guards wandered around the cell uh, while one wondered if the prisoner who was still alive had left a suicide note. I like how they were concerned <laughs> about that. You know, it's like the dude's bleeding out right there on the top of the bunk bed, disrupting his cellmate's masturbation. Exactly. And what are these guards doing? Just walking around saying, well, I wonder if there's a suicide note. I'm not dead himself. yet. <laughs> Help me. <laughs> uh, his family filed a claim last year against the state for $3 million, alleging <sighs> that the Department of Corrections officers uh, had substandard treatment of patients with mental illness. And that's what led to the 26-year-old kid's death. So apparently there's a, there's a backstory here. I don't, I don't think this kid is as... I don't want to say innocent, but as much of a martyr as, you, as, as they're making him, as his family is making him out to be. Sounds like he's had a history. Are they really traumatized? I mean, there's a lot of questions here. First of all, what is he in prison for? Second of all, is the family really traumatized or do they just see this as, a, as a payday from the state? That's what it sounds like to me. Because, you know, I, honestly, like this kid, it probably had a lifetime of problems. Let me, I'll get to it in a second, but he's had a lifetime of problems. I'm sure his family wasn't, I don't think they're, they shed too many tears when he was sent off to prison. Like, oh, thank God we don't have to deal with that asshole anymore. And right. then he became the problem of the guards. And he doesn't sound like he was a model prisoner. Let me get to this. So Anthony Lester had been diagnosed with schizophrenia when he was in junior high. So he'd been acting like a crazy fool for a long time. Uh, he had, and he had struggled with his condition throughout high school, uh, self-harming himself and others as a teenager. He told, fa- told his family that the voices were getting worse each day. So could you imagine that's your kid? You know, he's not going to go to college when he's 18. He's not going to move out of the house. There's medications. He's writing shit take. in feces on the wall. Because yeah, he's not taking his medications. Possibly. But I mean, you just know that this kid's going to be a problematic child. Someone you're going to have to deal with for a long time. Well, lucky, luckily for his parents... He stabbed two female friends at a party and was sentenced to 12 years for aggravated assault. I wonder how, die, how a guy like this even has not... friends. Like, seriously, well, do, you, do you think Friends just... is a broad term, especially when we're in high school, right? Acquaintances. Unfortunate acquaintance. Kegger party acquaintances. Yeah, but he also doesn't sound like someone I'd have invited to my party. I think I would have been like... God, That's man. also a gray area in high school, right? I mean, people don't send out invites. At least they didn't back then. You just kind of... Hey, Wheeler's parents are out of town. <laughs> We're all going over there Sunday night. And they did have a keg. 
and then yeah, you but the worst is when you see stuff. when you have that kid, the psychotic kid, show up. You're just like, man, God, that burnout. Make that kid leave. Kid. I'm not talking to him. He's crazy. And then something's going to happen. Like he's going to stab two female friends, and there, there you go. Now your parents going to find out about your party. They're definitely going to find out now. Busted. And unless you're my friends, and they would have moved the bodies out into the woods. What? What <laughs> happened out here? Nothing really? happened in my house. Maybe we should call the ambulance first. No, no, I don't want my parents to find out. I would have wrapped them in plastic and just dropped them off at the Taco Bell. <laughs> well, they you weren't know? dead, right? Why no, they're, they're just stabbed. Might be going too far. <laughs> They can deal, they, Go to the Taco Bell and call nine one one. They can train with these emergencies here. at the Taco Bell. Yeah. Um. So he he received medication uh, during the we trial. Number three works at the Taco Bell. He's much better at this kind of thing. <laughs> Sorry. He received medication. Was deemed fit for trial by a judge, and uh, he was placed in the general population of inmates at the Arizona State Prison Complex in Tucson. And uh, then he went off his medication. Was sent to a unit for behavioral problems. 2010, he tried to kill himself in prison, but was taken off suicide watch two days prior to his death and put into a shared cell. And there in that cell, the mentally ill man, luckily, just mistakenly, got a razor in his pack, which I'm surprised. Surprise! Surprise, surprise. Whoa, your birthday? It's your birthday? It's like golden, Happy birthday, man. The golden ticket. <laughs> <laughs> you know a guard was just like, if someone's going to get a razor, he's getting a razor. That's for sure. Because that guy's probably just a perennial pain in the fucking ass. Is he a feces thrower? That that would be my I'm sure he's least spits. favorite guy if I was a prison guard, is the guy who throws his shit at you. Or the, his cum. The guy's schizophrenic. I bet you he's throwing every bodily fluid. Every excretion. You know, the guards just hate him. Hate dealing with him. He's violent. Probably beats up his cellmates. No one likes the guy. You know, those guards, uh, at least in California, I don't know where this story happened, but those Arizona. guards make so much money, I have a very hard time feeling sympathy for them. I don't feel sympathy for them, but I can kind of, I can empathize with their lack of action. Sure. So the mentally ill man cut into his neck, wrist, and legs, and uh, one image showed that in his disturbed state, he wrote voices on the wall in his own blood. Apparently, the word the, voices he wrote onto the wall. No, he wrote just voices in blood on the wall. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he spelled it right, too. Um, I'm sure the guards, when they saw that, were just kind of like, well, we could do something, I guess. But <laughs> so there's a problem that's going to be taken care of in a few minutes. Sure. Yeah, I don't know. Um, there's going to be a lot of paperwork if one of the inmates dies, though. You'd think that would be a mitigating factor for the guards' consideration. Yeah, I mean, they're going to have to answer for, like, at least to their boss. They're going to have to say something. Especially if it took 23 minutes. I wonder. I bet you the guards, who probably aren't too educated anyway, were like, you know, once he slices his wrist, it only takes a couple minutes. Dead. We'll just pretend we're in the bathroom. But meanwhile, the guy's going on for 23 minutes, and they're trying to look busy. That's when you start pumping his legs. <laughs> Come on. I wonder what the, what the cellmate was doing. Just covered in blood, screaming, like, Come on, dudes. You get me out of here. <laughs> I don't. I, I actually don't think they just leave the other cellmate in the bottom bunk beating off while this is all going on. I think they extract him. That's probably the first thing. Well, so during the film, the, the family said uh, one of the guards looked at the other guard and says, I think he's expired. And the other guy's like, hey, I think his breath is getting shallower. <laughs> um, when when, uh, when their guard, the uh, senior guard questioned them about why, why about their inaction, 
Uh, they said they're not trying to save Lester because his hand was concealed by a blanket and they believed he had a weapon so that he was concealing the razor. Um, the why, guard, didn't, why didn't the senior guard show up on the scene before 23 minutes had passed? Well, maybe the senior guard was on break or something. I don't know. <laughs> you know, you never know. Those guys, <laughs> those guys are on, aren't they union? They get breaks like, throughout yeah, the day. fucking union. Um, the senior guard also asked, so you guys just stood around for 23 minutes and watched this man bleed to death? And uh, one of the, um, the, uh, the defendants here said, no, we kept trying to call him, get his attention, get him to say something. He was still breathing. Hey. Hey, hey guy. <laughs> Are you still there? I bet you they're like, hey, dude, you all right? Yeah, he's good. He's breathing. <laughs> dude, check out what I posted on my Facebook page this afternoon. See that? <laughs> cupcake looks like a vagina <laughs> um another unidentified officer told the investigators that uh the amount of blood that was there was really it was really kind of hard to get close to him without literally wallowing in it to be honest with you well that's just a comment on how fat all these prison guards are well it's also i mean i'm sure they're wearing a decent pair of tennis shoes they probably just didn't want to get blood all of the ten- you know how hard it is to clean they wear combat boots well, still, then, then again, you got to wash off, and there's all this blood coming out everywhere. I probably would have done pretended to be busy, it's too. True. But if you think I, about I think it... I the family's going to get the $3 million. That's my... If there's no theory. videotape, then the family definitely would might not make them get the money. But in this day and age, there's a videotape every, everywhere you move, everywhere you go. Someone's got you on videotape, so I'm sure they're Shit. probably going to get $3 million. I always feel like somebody is watching me. But my question is, what would you have done if you were one of the guards... Would you have pretended to do something? Because you know yeah. this guy's an asshole. I would have feigned action. I would have ran to get the senior guard. That's what I would have done. I think I would have probably threw like a couple of rolls of paper towels on him and been like, go get the senior guard. And then just kind of like stand maybe with a paper towel like on the end of like a mop and just kind of put it on him. Bounty? Yeah. Like, the you know, bounty, bounty absorbs. I would have done something like that, but I, yeah, I don't know if I would have held him in my hand. First, I been, would have turned to the guy with the camera and been like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, I definitely would have done that. I don't Not think I would have held hand. the guy in my hands and just screamed, why? You know, I would have been like that. No! <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think he was missed in the prison. That's all I'm saying. Somebody missed him. He's probably somebody's bottom bitch. <laughs> that guy misses him. Do you really want a schizophrenic for a bottom bitch? Why not? If he's cute. I guess maybe, but it just seems like they'd be unruly. When you're on the inside of prison, you can throw out all those, like, I don't date crazy bitches thing. You know, that goes out the window. Yeah, You're already true. in prison. Who gives a shit? Everybody's yeah, a crazy bitch, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> so what do you have here for the second story for episode 319? <laughs> I have something from Joe Fallon of Camarillo, California. Joe Fallon. Maybe he's he might have been in prison with a name like that. He might have been the cellmate of the guy uh, bleeding out. Uh, I don't really want to read his comment because it's going to give the whole story away. So I'm not going to. All but this right. story is about a girl named Sarah Barnes. And uh, what the hell? I'm going to give this story away. <laughs> Any relation to Barnes & Noble? I don't think so. Okay. She's 26 years old and she smokes a lot of meth. Okay, she's Which probably not a reader. Which I know a lot of people from wealthy families smoke meth, but I just, you know, 
when you hear the rest of the story, you're going to question whether she's part of the Barnes and Noble empire. Although maybe she's distraught because they're going out of business. She doesn't sound like a reader to me, but hey, I don't know. What, what do I know? <laughs> they have lots of fashion magazines in Barnes and Noble. Gossip rags. That's true. You don't necessarily have to be a reader to make use of the corporate bookstore. That's all I'm saying. Well, they tend to read the ingredients of cough medicine. <laughs> Not that, isn't that like it's reading allergy, for allergy medicine? Oh, okay. <laughs> which you can't, which, which now you can't get anymore. No, Is this just in California? The, you can't the buy cooks. You can only buy like the ineffective, shitty fucking allergy medicine because in the West, at least that's where I've experienced it, California, Arizona, whatever, Colorado, there's so many meth labs that they would go and buy all this shit with Sudafed in it and, and ephedrine and, oh, Sudafed's the brand name, ephedrine, pseudoephedrine. So now you either can't buy it or when you want to buy it, you've got to go through this like, it's like applying for a goddamn visa to yeah, like, you gotta a, give, like a fingerprint, a written yeah. exam. Yeah, they like ask you, you know, they, the pharmacist grills you with like 10 questions about what you're going to do with it. It's you ridiculous. don't look very sick. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah, I feel really shitty. You sure you're not going to smoke this, feller? Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, okay. no, it's, it's, it, they kind of ruined it for the rest of us. That's why you have your coal for an extra two days now. Yeah. Those two days, I can back. <laughs> Such a tragedy. Goddamn meth addicts. She already had the meth, so she didn't need the the oh, precursor okay. products. But uh, she smoked the meth inside a 3,500-year-old Florida cypress tree, nicknamed the Senator. That's the nickname <laughs> of the tree. Well, okay, wait, wait, wait. Hold on a second. How was she inside the tree? Is she like the Lorax or something? It's a giant goddamn tree. It's 18 feet wide. It's well, a, it's you can like just a walk locally, inside of it. I guess there's like a hollowed out area, you know. It's kind of old. It's not. It's not in the prime of its life. It's got a little. It's got divots, crevasses. You know, as a 37 year old guy, what happens to your body? Kind of old. 3,500 years. How many? 3, how many trees years. are 3,500 years old? Not many. Do you want to hear? Okay. Do so you want to get into this? You know what happened 3,500 years ago? Yeah, I mean, what year is 3,500 years ago? 3,500 years ago is 1506 B.C. (laughs) Cecrops, the legendary king of Athens, died after a 50-year reign. So people back then didn't even live that long, and he was actually king for 50 years. Craziness. Uh, He survived his own son, even. He was so old, uh, and he was succeeded by somebody named Kranos. I'm sure I'm butchering all these, and I'm sure some classical studies major will send us an angry email. But you know what? Fuck you. It doesn't sound uh-huh. like uh, the meth addict studied Greek mythology, though, so she no, probably no, had no idea. No, no, I'm just idea. telling you how old this goddamn tree is. Thutmose I is uh, the 18th dynasty of Egypt. He started his rule. Uh, Egypt conquers Nubia and the Levant. Uh, biblical exodus uh, occurred down here, according to a guy named Simcha Jacobovici. Jacobovici. Well, so it was the year of uh, the Book of Exodus. While this, well, tree, according to that, I'm sure there's a lot of this tree uh, was a sapling. I'm sure, yeah, just a seed. I think it's a seed. Wow. Uh, so a lot. You know, this is this tree's fucking old. And then what, ha- old. what happens when you're old and you've just seen all of human history, almost most of human history, and then you know you're just an old ass tree. You've seen a lot of shit versus, like, think of this as, like, Tekken in the new Tekken. <laughs> this tree versus 26-year-old meth addict. Who wins? 
You know, these youngsters have no respect. <laughs> no, they don't. They really don't. She, uh, just another fun fact about the tree before we get into what happened. It's nicknamed the Senator, right? And the reason it's nicknamed the Senator is because uh, they're back in the 1920s. There was a state senator from Florida who who made this area where this tree is a na- uh, national park, or he donated the land to make this park. I don't know if it's national park or state park. Regardless, and uh, President Calvin Coolidge in 1929 commemorated the tree with a plaque. So the state senator donated all this land. Calvin Coolidge, great man as far as I know, uh, dedicated it to him with his plaque. But they didn't give it the senator's name. They just called it. They the just senator. called it the senator. It was <laughs> that never sucks balls. Man, I would be kind of upset if you read the plaque. Does it just say senator? Or does it say senator so and so? I don't know. But it's like if I donated all the T-shirt money to the March of Dimes, and they built you know a burned children's hospital with it, and instead of calling it the Wackerly Burned Children's Hospital. They called it the Podcaster Hospital. I'd be pretty pissed. Yeah, I would be upset too. Yeah. Well, Sarah Barnes decided to smoke meth inside this old <laughs> ass tree. I wonder why. Why she chose that tree? Because she loved the tree. Oh, okay. She tells uh she told the officials that she really liked the tree. She liked to go there a lot. It, it was like a peaceful area for her. But as you know, meth all meth heads, they 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 hurt what they they hurt those they love the most. I think that's, that's the saying amongst the people who know about meth heads. Just drug addicts in general, but yeah, definitely meth heads. In her meth-addled mind, she took photos of the fire she started uh, and uploaded them to her laptop. So this wasn't told, accidental. Like she didn't. Well, just no, I drop. think it was accidental, but she's a meth head, so her brain doesn't work. So she sees this fire, and instead of saying, "Oh shit, I better put this out," she starts thinking about how you know it'd make a really good photo for her Facebook page or something. She told police yeah. she regularly visited the spot in Longwood's Big Tree Park to use drugs. And, uh, the, oh, here's how the fire started. She lit the fire the night of January 16th in order to see better. Do you think locals, no, yeah, do you think locals in that area call that Tweaker Woods? <laughs> now, now they're going to. Just gonna stay out the bur- of Tweaker Woods. The, the bur- <laughs> it's not going to be the senator burned stump of a tree. It's going to be called <laughs> Tweaker Stump. <laughs> tweaker Stump. The fire burned the tree from the inside out for several hours and caused a 20-foot section of the mighty bald cypress to fall from the top before the rest of the tree collapsed. Uh, the investigators initially ruled out arson and theorized that it was a lightning strike, uh, but then they found out that it was this tweaker, and uh, tweaker she's strike. being charged with uh, malicious burning of land, which is a third-degree felony. Uh, but then police found drugs in her home, and now they're going <laughs> to charge her with that, too, for uh, intent to sell and possession of paraphernalia. She's in the jail on $6,000 bond, which isn't a lot, but it's a lot when you live in a trailer and you're to just do meth all the time. Uh, but anger over the senator's demise. Remember, the senator is the name of the tree. Yeah, I could imagine. Uh, I mean, it was obviously a national treasure, this tree. Right, so her Facebook page is a flame with trolling and flaming comments. Somebody said, burn in hell, you horror of a human. And somebody else wrote, I hope you get some jailhouse justice in Seminole County jail. Wow. She's not too popular. I don't think 
Yeah, I don't think prisoners really give a shit about trees, though. You hear that child molesters and stuff are always, you know, given like beatings and and get murdered in jail. But tree burners. You think your average prisoner cares about a fucking tree? There might be a couple hippies. Somebody in in politics. There's probably a couple hippies that got arrested with a bunch of LSD or marijuana. Yeah, they they've already been beaten. (laughs) They're not going to be any help. They're they're probably not going to be too dangerous. Wow, that's it. So uh, (laughs) old ass tree. 3,500 yeah. years old. That's just like, I mean, that's like an eon just burned down. It's like the years of history, just annals of history that this tree has gone through. I mean, you got to appreciate something that old. I mean, she just basically just, you know, just she might have, she might as well have burned down Mount Rushmore. <laughs> Actually, that is, hey, I, I hate that monument. I wish they would burn it down. <laughs> but, you know, you can think about it like that, but you could also think about it in that, you know, a 20-something tweaker is a force of nature. <laughs> if a hurricane would have ripped the tree out, would people be really... They might be sad, but they wouldn't think that it was tragic. So you just yeah. got to consider that a 20-something tweaker is the equivalent of a hurricane or a tornado or, like the cop said, a lightning strike. Yeah, but I mean, just she could have gone to let, a rest... Way. She could have gone to a rest stop bathroom and smoked, smoked her meth. She didn't have to go inside the, the inside of like one of the oldest trees in the world. This mo- like, what is she? Like, like the, that's what I said. Did. Like the Lorax or the and she'd be the antithesis of the Lorax. That's true. The Lorax is not going to be the Morax. The meth, one. the meth version of the Lorax, because the Lorax was probably a stoner. He probably just smoked weed. He looked like a hippie yeah, with that big mustache. Ate some mushrooms once in a while for sure. Definitely ate some mushrooms and you know played with the snookily snookus things. Uh, I don't but, remember um, the Lorax story, but wasn't there already an enemy in the Lorax? So we don't have to make up a dumb name. I, I think she's the antithesis of the Lorax. I mean, she's a tree burner. I think there were people that were cutting down the trees, like the, I don't know if they were the humans or what, what they were. They weren't humans. Is it a Sneech? No, Sneeches are a totally different story altogether. Is the cat in the hat a tweaker? He seems like kind of an <laughs> asshole. Maybe a she's a cat in the hat. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like, definitely a lack of judgment. People, you can decide who won episode 319. Go vote com. Wacker, we got a few phone calls. Stick wrong hotline. 206-666-3846 is the number. And uh, we got a couple emails. I'm hoping we have time to get to. Uh, the Stick Wrong Podcast at hotmail.com. Uh, people, before we get to our first call, here's a word from our sponsor, adamandeve.com. Hey, kids, do you like sex toys? Yeah! Then go to adamandeve.com and make a purchase using coupon code DIDDLE. You'll get 50% off your first item... Three free adult DVDs, free shipping, and a gift so sensual I can't even mention it on this podcast about murder and bukkake. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, AdamandEve.com, and making a purchase with coupon code DIDDLE. That's DIDDLE, D-I-D-D-L-E, like your uncle used to do to you. All right, Wacker, we got a few phone calls to the Sick and Wrong hotline, but um, today I opted to do some thought experiments. We've got this backlog of thought experiments that people have sent us. And people, feel free to call in with thought experiments, my two cents, is that gay questions. We'll get to them eventually. But, you know, we don't do them every week. It gets stale if we did. Or, may- or maybe we won't. Yeah, well, it depends on how retarded the question is. We do get some just... We still, even after explaining the criteria for a thought experiment question... We still get some of the most retarded questions you'd ever hear, and, the, and those will never be played on the show. 
But uh, here's a couple <laughs> maybe, that we got. Maybe they will. <laughs> well, maybe. I don't know. Don't, don't box us in in either direction. I'm just saying, people, feel free to call in your thought experiment, and we'll decide whether or not we're going to play it. We did get a couple good ones here. A few good ones, actually. It was difficult to narrow it down. But before we get to that, let's uh, let's get some theme music going on here. You can't you can't really start this the bit without the theme music. Well, I also had to put on the lab coat. Oh shit! Oh yeah. All right. I while you put on the lab coat, lab coat on. are you getting safety glasses? Or are you just wearing your regulars? My regulars are plastic. They're they're chemical resistant, thought resistant. <laughs> All right. Well, then I guess I'll, I'll keep my, my emo glasses on then. Side shields. Yeah. I have side shields and my normal everyday glasses. All right. Well, let's go. You can get the coat on. We'll put the theme music on. Sick and row. Thought experiment. At first, when I heard this, I thought this call might be fabricated. Yes. But let's let's play the first thought experiment. All right. Hey, this is uh, Fred in Denver, and uh, I had a thought experiment. Uh, I uh, actually went out with a, <clears throat> with a girl who was missing uh, her left arm from the elbow down, and... Uh, <laughs> Uh, she'd be laying in bed and, and, uh, I like how he ruminates each thought. Like before he says it, he's really thinking about it. It's either, either this was a painful memory for him. I was going to say, it sounds like he has PTSD. Yeah. That's what it sounds like to me. I wonder, I wonder what happened with that. So she, so she basically had a stump. Well, I already have a million questions. Yeah, I wonder if he gets stumped. Did, did, she, did, did she have? Well, did she have the the arm? Was it severed in an accident, or is it def, a deformity? Where does she have like, like the that. semblance of a hand on the end of a very short stump? Are you saying like one of those little Tyrannosaurus Rex hands? Yeah, or like a you know like a lobster boy type of thing going on. Yeah, well, let's see. Let's see. She would, you know sit up to uh, change the channel on the TV or whatever, and she, her arm was like a kickstand. And, you know, she would hold herself up with it. Um, I'd do the same But thing. it wasn't really that weird or anything when we were having sex because uh, it didn't really come into... I, I mean, I didn't really notice it in the dark. Um, but I, here's the thought experiment. If you... Uh, which is better to have sex with a girl who has no arms, like let's say, at the L, uh, at the shoulder, both her arms are missing at the shoulder, or would you want to have sex with a girl who was missing both her legs at the hip? Hmm. <laughs> um, anyway, that's kind of incoherent, but I'm kind of drunk, so. Okay, that's that explains the sick later. The no, pause. you know what's funny is he's so drunk that he thought that was incoherent. It's perfectly coherent. Well, what's funny about that is it's more coherent than most of the calls we receive to the sick and wrong hotline. And this is a would you rather question, which we said we weren't doing anymore. But at least it's kind of interesting. It's interesting. That's what I was saying. It was, it's a borderline. Yeah. Would you rather? You know, I mean, I guess it is a would you rather, but it's borderline where we do it just because it's somewhat interesting. Like it, it passed the gay, gatekeeper just because the amputee aspect of it. 
So the question is, what do you think? Uh, no arms from the shoulder or no legs from the uh, the hip here? Before, If you would have said knee, if you would have said no legs from the knee, I would have gone with that. But if you're saying no legs from the hip, I'm going with the girl with no arms. Yeah, but okay, think about this though. She can I do so much that. more with her arms than she can with her legs. I'm just talking sexually. Right, but I just I just find it weird to be sticking my dick into something where there's not like legs coming out of it. it excuse me out. <laughs> where does, no arms thing is where weird, does this and, like, come you're from? You're going to have your arms around her, and there's going to be no like reciprocal embrace. Yeah, but she but, can uh, just I'm, the fucking the fucking the vagina that's just like in a little nub of a torso. I can't do that. Think about this. Okay, think about it this way. And this is kind of my thought process. First of all, I don't get skeeved out by this type of thing because I have a very open mind, a very accepting of people and their deformities. Dude, but, I know you're single, but you don't need to fish for like every <laughs> But think about this, out Mark. There. The legs sometimes hinder certain positions you can get to. Like sometimes you have to push the legs up over your shoulders to get right. deeper penetration. Sometimes you have to just you know go sideways and push one of the legs up you know, under yours. You don't have to deal with any of this now. You can hit it from the side, hit it from below, hit it from the top, you know? It, it, you can push her around, she could spin, and not to mention, because she has no legs, means she has like the upper body of a swimmer, a powerful swimmer. Of an ape. <laughs> well, she probably, she could probably balance herself on like some kind of swing and you just spin her around. True, I think, but I, here, here's, here's how I think about, I, I understand what you're saying, but here's how I think about what you're saying. You know, you know, when you go bowling, those the gutters are just a pain in the ass because if you throw the ball too far to the side, it goes in the gutter and it doesn't hit the pins. That's how I feel about the legs. Yeah, you got to deal with them. You got to pull one up this way, pull one up that way. But that's part of the thing. That's part of the glory of getting laid is like, you know, you get leverage on those legs sometimes. Like you, you want to bowl. When you say that you want to have sex with a girl with no legs... You're telling me that you want to go bowling and have those inflatable things put in the gutter so your gutter ball, your ball won't go in the gutter. You don't want to deal bowling. with the natural obstructions and disadvantages that are built into the game. The problem is, though, I find legs very attractive. Me too. More so than arms. So I like, I like grabbing arms. the legs and pushing them every which way akimbo. I'm just thinking in the long run, I'm just going to be like, well... I'd rather have her arms because she could do more things to my balls. She could do more things to my genitalia. And That's she can what the mouth and tongue is for. Well, and afterwards she can, I don't know, uh, move like an ape into the kitchen. You know, kind of, sa- what would they do? Saunter, sort of, seesaw Apes? into the kitchen. And uh, go in there and make do. me a pizza. True. Because she has arms. Yeah. I mean, what She's is your lady going to do? Gonna do? cooking without arms. But think about it this way. Here's another reason for my side of the story. She can, If she has no arms at the shoulder, she can probably get some pretty realistic-looking, at least, prosthetics that sort of hang off of her, like a harness that goes over her back. But getting some realistic legs attached to the, the, tor- the, you know, the pelvis, the raw pelvis, that's not going to work. Do you need to have these prostheses to love her? Pretty much. She's got to look normal. You were so mean, At least when we go out. 
I would, what I would think would be great if she didn't have any legs is you could give her like, you know, you know how like you give her like a little ostrich suit that she could send into? You could switch the legs out. What in the fuck are you talking about? Have you ever seen those costumes that they have where it's like an ostrich body? I guess you put your legs in the ostrich legs, but it's an ostrich body. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know I what am. I'm talking about. But I love I love that you think this is under common parlance that you can just say ostrich suit and everybody's going to be like, "Oh yeah, one of those Halloween costumes where it like looks like you're sitting on top of an yeah, ostrich." People have seen that. It was in the office. Uh, it Ricky was in Gervais. the office, sure, but that's like the only time it's ever been referenced in popular culture. Yet you think you don't that have it's a one? common thing that everybody's constantly thinking about, which you probably are, aren't you? I make everyone so I every day stand. Thinking, I make every one night stand get in the ostrich suit. It's just something I do. I don't think it's that uncommon. You know what you should do to change it up for every one night stand from here on out? You go into the bathroom pretending to like get a condom and come out wearing the ostrich suit. <laughs> just walk you in the big furry, the furry talons with like cock hanging and out. And then you peck her with the head. <laughs> oh, we're going to have sex. And then start your stopwatch and see how long it takes her to run out the door. I guess it, yeah, I guess it'd be easier than forcing her to get into it. <laughs> it's, it's hard. It's difficult to coax her into the ostrich outfit. But what I'm saying is, you can switch out different does that legs. Take? You have you to, can, do you have to dose her up with any added ones to get her into the? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, I, I'm going for no legs. You're going for no arms. I don't know. Yeah, it and reminds me that a, I want to do another thought experiment next time. What was that where movie? We at, where we asked girls whether it would be more creepy if the dude forced them to wear the ostrich suit during the one night stand <laughs> or if they came out of the, or if the dude comes out of the bathroom wearing it. Which is creepier? Yeah, I would like to know that. You know what it does remind me of uh, remember the movie Santa Sangre? You ever see that? Yeah. Remember the hot chick? She had no that. arms. And she made her son be her arms. There's a lot of movies with uh hot amputee chicks. Uh, Romeo is bleeding. Is that what that movie was called? But the she only had one arm missing. Oh, that's true. That is true. Boxing Helena. Yeah, that, one, that, that was one? another one. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's like they're sexualized here. Yeah, I think they are. All right. The second call came from a uh, a well known listener. Hi, uh, it's Scott in Iowa again. Hey, uh, I've got a thought experiment for you. Um, since twins. Sometimes, it's my understanding, I, I don't, you might want to check me on this, but they uh, start out as one egg. That egg is sometimes split and then fertilized, or fertilized and split, all right? Uh, so <laughs> Conception talk with Scott and Dean Lance. None of us know. We have no fucking idea. Yeah, it sounds good to me. Scott's, Scott knows. He told us there's one egg and it splits. Please explain conception to us, Scott from Iowa. It's technically masturbation, right? I mean, it's I'm not really. You having should sex. rewind I mean, that. I have no idea. We talked over egg, something. Right? So, just a thought experiment. Um, yeah, uh, I got a. So he's saying, is it just if two tw- if you're a twin, you have sex with your other twin? When you're is already it, 18, we're not talking about sort of underage sex. The yeah, but it's just even up. if you're like 11, you had sex with a twin, is it akin to masturbation because you came from the same fertilized egg? No. So you're saying no, it's not? <laughs> I mean, do you consider twins to be the same person? I think a lot of twins would take offense to that. 
I say it's incest, but do you, but you know what the the popular term is uh, twincest. Oh, I'm sure there's just message boards and online communities that just obsess over this shit. Over twincest, yeah. That... Well, you know what? I, I just did a little search here. Twincest is a subclass of sibling incest. It includes both heterosexual and homosexual relationships. But in modern Western European culture, it's considered taboo. However, in uh, Indo-European, Indonesian, Ocean myth- Oceanian myth- mythology, myth- God, Oceanian <laughs> mythology, there are few societies in which the prohibition on it is limited or it's even accepted. Like in traditional Balinese culture, it's common for a set of twins of opposite sex to marry each other, since it was assumed that they had sex in utero. Who's assuming that? <laughs> That's what they assume in that culture, that the two fetuses were floating around. Buggering each other. Why does this baby other? twin, uh, her hymen is broken? <laughs> oh, they obviously had sex in the womb. That's not true. You know, this <laughs> doesn't twi- surprise twi- me. Female twins that are like boy and girl twins, they, their hymens are intact because they're not fucking in the womb. This doesn't surprise me at all. Twin incest is a prominent feature in ancient Germanic mythology. And its modern oh, yeah, manifestations, such as the relationship between Sigmund and Sigland in, in Wagner's De Valkyr. See, mm. you know, I knew this all along. Siegfried, their dad? Well, you know, I, I knew this all along. Think about it. Didn't, uh, wasn't the goal of Mengele to create twins? Aryan twins? I don't remember. That, that, that's what he's trying to do. He's trying blonde, blue-eyed Aryan twins. That was his goal. That's why he's doing all these experiments. He was obsessed with twins when he'd see them because... That's what he's trying to... You want to know why? Because Germans have these weird fetishes. They do have weird fetishes. I will give weird, you Weird, deviant, twisted people. So it doesn't surprise me that Germans would say, Oh, twin cysts, that's fine. Yeah, why not? Have some chocolate. You know, it's like they're, they're totally down with it. And I'm sure the Jews were just like, Wait, 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 wait a second. Twin cysts? You, you, no, not, not cool. Not cool. Well, we're going to stay over here. That's all well and good for the Jews to upset, uh, uh, object to it at this late stage in the game. But that's because <laughs> Jews are already so fucking inbred. That's why you guys have all these problems. Yeah, but we're not... We're, okay, we're inbred because we're fucking our first cousins. Exactly. You know, oh, but we're not fucking like, our oh, brothers and sisters. Oh, we don't go as far as the twins. Go like find yourself a nice first cousin. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be like, no, that, that's sick. You know, you're Meshuggah. Fucking yeah. your brother or your sister. That's you like, know, you know what that's the equivalent of? That's like the equivalent of a Jew being like, oh, you're... That bacon is disgusting. Here, have some fish in a fucking jar that I pickled. Well, I'm just saying, you know, there's it's, yeah. there's it's like uh, apples and oranges, Wackley. Apples and oranges. <laughs> yeah. I, but I anyway, Scott from Iowa. No, it's not masturbation. It's fucking incest and it's disgusting. All right? It's I don't even incest. care if it's taboo here because of a cultural reason. It's disgusting. It's, That's your brother or sister. What if, what if it's two sexy female twins? Sort of. You know, bumping the bagels, scissor kicking. That's okay, not well, disgusting. That's, that's not gross, actually. You know, and I, I was thinking of dudes, thing. you know, right. like if you had two brothers that were twins or growing out, it's just, you know, that's gross. But yeah, if there are two sexy chicks that were, you know, came from the same egg and were bumping their eggs together, I would be totally into that. That's I do cool. feel sorry for the parents. <laughs> oh, our twin daughters went into porn, and now they're getting it on with each other. But you know, there's what a, always what a great this... life I've I've developed for myself as a parent. But you ever see on some of those porn sites, like RedTube, they always have like just type in twins, just do a search for twins. I always wonder, are they really twins? Yeah, they look exactly alike. What do you mean? You are must they really make twins? a ton of money. 
Oh my god, that's a go- it's if you're in porn, if you're willing to do porn and your your female reasonably attractive twins and you're you're willing to actually get it on with each other, you just written your lottery ticket. Win yeah, lottery you're gonna, ticket. you're going to make you're going to make a lot of money. It's a way to make a living. So, Scott from Iowa had one more point here and um, let's just let's get to it. Next time you're high, uh, watch this movie called Six Pack Annie. It was made in 1975. You will laugh your ass off. It is total hillbilly America. 19. It's like worse than a Duke voice, but it's like <laughs> filthy too. It's it's funny. Uh, so, anyways, all right. Keep it set. Keep it wrong. Six Pack Annie. You ever heard of it? Sounds like a redneck exploitation movie. Yeah, no. I wonder if Larry the Cable Guy's in it, but he's really young. Those are the those are the only movie. The only movies that I like nowadays are like genre films and thrillers. Not I don't want to fucking see the artist. I don't want to see. I mean, I consider exploitation movies to be genre movies. I don't want to see the artist. I don't want to see fucking whatever that tree, tree of, of life. life. I could give a fuck about that shit. But you're down with seeing like Larry the Cable Guy in some funny movie that's about rednecks, or Jeff Fox. Well, that, that, that's sort of a modern family comedy. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm under the impression that this six pack Annie is like an exploitation movie, right? With lots of violence and gore and nudity. Well, I'm not sure. I don't know. He says hilarious though. I, you know, yeah. I would be willing to take Scott from Iowa's word on this. Maybe not on the incest thing, but uh, or diarrhea. <laughs> Which I'm surprised. This is the first call I think we ever got from where it didn't like suddenly, you know, devolve into feces talk. That but, is um, pretty miraculous if you put it that way. Yeah, it's a it's a once in a lifetime experience. But um but I would take his word on it for the six pack Annie. I'd check it out. Sounds good to me. People you can call Sigrong Hotline, two oh six 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 three eight four six. Uh I think we have time for at least one or two of these emails. Let me see if I can get through them. So the first one came from Ryan, Ryan in London. Ryan says, hey, I'm a new listener. Been listening for about a month. Been going through the back catalog. You guys are sick fucks. At my work, there's been some funny shit going on, literally. When I heard this, I thought of this podcast. So there's a toilet at my work that stinks like shit all of the time, and it's falling to bits, and it's disgusting. There's some dude I work with who has a retarded wife and he had just had a mental breakdown. Apparently over the past two years, he has been pulling bricks out of the wall and putting his fecal matter behind them and then putting the bricks back. <laughs> the company found out about this when they were refurbishing the toilets. Supposedly there were, there were 100 bricks with shit behind them. The dude got sacked. Fuck knows how they found out it was him. Thought I would tell you guys as you guys like this shit, as you guys like shit so much. Not um, really, but... We, we don't really, actually. You know, honestly, it, it's hard for us to do a show where shit talk doesn't come up. But really, I mean, during my daily life, I don't talk about shit that often. I don't know about you, actually, because I don't see you every day, but... Not really. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't, you know, and, and usually like when I, you know, wipe my ass and, and excrete in the toilet, I just flush it. I usually flush it while I'm doing it, so I don't even have to see it. 
So I don't even like looking at shit that much. Don't make it. Don't make a big to do about it. Just, just let, just do your business. Get out of there. Carry on with life. Don't make a big to do about poo. <laughs> <laughs> Have we ever gone like a whole show without talking about poo? No, no. <laughs> you know, I'd like to say to that we, we you, could. Usually, when I'm hanging out with my friends. It's hard to go like a whole night without discussing some type of shit talk or fart or something scatological. I mean, I just true. I don't know. That's just that's our that's our bag, baby. Yeah, <laughs> the fans know that here. But so we what's can, you know why? I, I think we keep it real. You know, like if you're talking to your mom or your or an authority figure, you're not allowed to talk about shit because you sure have to put up a front. But when I'm hanging out with my bros, no topic is taboo. Exactly. You tell it like it is. <laughs> So Talk what's interesting here about shits. this, what was the deal here? So the guy married a retarded woman, and he had a mental breakdown. I don't know what if the two are correlated. But well, what was the deal? Why would he put pull out a brick, put feces behind the brick, and then stick it back in the wall? Like, if I, if I wanted to act out or get revenge or defy my bosses, I would probably, like, take their pencils or pens the back of their pen stick in my ass then put it back in the drawer or the cup not the front of the pen they probably chew on the pen you know that's what i'm saying the back of the pen you put it in your ass and they're chewing on your ass pen it's like okay, okay now you're chewing on my feces but you might have their saliva up your butthole it's a risk i'd be willing to take <laughs> well i think you might be mistaken in in assuming this is an act of defiance or rebellion I mean, it might just be an act of psychosis. Like, he just, in his crazy mind, he thinks that there's some reason that he needs to save his shits behind the wall. This like, uh, it reminds me of that Edgar Allan Poe story. What is it? The cask of the Amontillado? <laughs> the, the cask of the shittiado? <laughs> I thought you were going to say the telltale heart. Ooh, I can was... smell it from under the floor. <laughs> <laughs> but you it's know, I, I gotta... I gotta think though. It's like everybody probably there's probably one toilet in the bathroom. Everybody just hated going in there because they're like, "God, dude, always smells like shit." I Did someone upper deck this? The they probably checked to see if it's upper decked. This guy went beyond upper decking. He brick decked it. He walled. He wall decked it. It's, be, yeah, it's the next level. Upper decking. That is the next level. There needs to be a word for it. Um. So there's a postscript here from Ryan. Ryan says. You guys got any ideas how I could get my girlfriend to have a threesome? MDMA didn't work. Frowny emoticon. Yeah, you don't use MDMA. You use GHB. <laughs> Just have her pass out. Just roofies. That's, that's what yeah. I say. The problem Dude. comes when you have to roofie two girls and then you have to wrangle them back in your room. So <laughs> you can just Hard pull up. I like how this guy's acting, asking us how you have a threesome. Obviously, you haven't heard the last few shows where we're bitching about not getting laid. Yeah, I'd like this guy to tell me how to have how to get one girl into my bed. Can you tell us that? I think he's going to say roofie. Oh, okay. You know, fine. But but that's definitely a surefire way to get a threesome. If you ask me, roofie both of them. But then, yeah, maybe have a friend of yours help him get him into your bed because they're actually I'm heavy surprised that MDMA didn't work. Aren't you? Yeah, actually, I don't know. I mean, maybe this guy's grotesque. So, you know what probably happened? Maybe grotesque guys can find grotesque girls and then they can find a third grotesque girl. You know what probably happened? This is probably what happened. This is the scenario that I envisioned. So, he got some really good MDMA. Everyone's all fucked up, tripping. Maybe the girls are making out a little bit. And he kept saying, 
Check out this podcast. Listen to this one little clip right. here. These guys are so funny. I love Lance Wackerly. He's my favorite. Look at his picture. And you're just going on and on, and you killed the mood, dude. Don't me even mention us. No, me too. <laughs> me too. I mean, yeah. I'm just saying, don't mention me or Lance or podcasting, any right. podcast. Not so only sick and wrong. You can't control your brain when you're high, though. I know, but that, that that's the problem. You know what you should do? What, just what put, I'd be what I'd be porn. worried about is you take the if it's really good MDMA, you take the really good MDMA, and then you find yourself in the MMF three way. <laughs> you know, because yeah. when you're high and maybe you know, your inhibitions are gone, and then but then the next day you feel shame. Yeah, next next day you're definitely going to and have to deal with the shame. And your your mates ask you. Have you ever had a three-way? And you're like, no, no, no. And your girlfriend's like, yes, we have. Remember? Uh, no, 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 no. And that no, didn't no, count. That, and your girlfriend's that was... like, yeah, we did. Remember that one time we took MDMA and Fred came over? And your friends are all, you know, just ridicule you for life. Well, I'd be worried. I mean, depending on how much MDMA and how good the MDMA, MDMA is, you might have an MDF three-way. What's MDF? Man, dog, female. <laughs> Which it would be just as shameful. Eh, not as shameful. <laughs> I can look the the dog in the eye the next day and just be like, "Hey, dude, I was high." <laughs> Looking your friend, your guy friend or acquaintance, who's gonna remember it? Yeah, like, yeah. You have to have that discussion. The look, that's never gonna happen again. <laughs> Let's just never talk about this. Let's never speak of it. Wackerly, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of people joining the forum these days. I was on there the other day, and there's like got to be like a couple thousand people, maybe more. No, they just hit two thousand. Did they just hit two thousand? I think milestone. they just hit the two thousandth member. You know, there's a lot of different people, a lot of different opinions. I posted a funny video the other day. I don't know if you checked that out with uh, Bob Madigan doing a duet with Frank Moore. Oh, I saw it. Yeah, of course. My favorite thing about that video, I don't know where that was filmed. Even though I had seen Bob perform with Frank Moore before, is there's a fully naked dude just sitting there. Doing nothing, just sitting there watching the show to the left of Frank with, Moore. With the strangest, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Shit-eating grin? Equinanim- equinanimous, is that a word? <laughs> I think I just made that up. But yeah, it's not even a shit-eating grin. It's just sort of a mild smile of just... I'm Acquiescence, just I think. He just accepted the scene that was going on before I'm him. I'm calm. I'm sitting here listening to this wonderful music. I happen to be naked. It must be cold in here because my penis is shrunk down to like two inches. But whatever, man. I, I would. There's nowhere I would rather be than here right now. I'm not super excited about it. I'm not overly uh, uh, worked up. But he, everything's he, great. Yeah, no, he was just mellow and accepting and, yeah, just and sitting there fully absorbing the scene before Living him. in the moment. And the, it, other thing that, the other thing that made me laugh about that is if you read the description on the actual site that that video comes from, uh, I, I guess Frank wrote it, and he says that, you know, this video is from one of my six-hour, like, meditative prayer concerts that I used to do. So that... However six long the video hours. is, it actually goes on. That's the part that you don't see in the video. That just went on for six hours. And I got to believe that that naked dude was sitting there for the full six hours with that same look on his face. Uh, yeah, I don't know. People, you just got to go see it. Just go to stickeronpodcast.com. Click on form. I think it's in the pictures thread, I think. I'm not, yes. Or maybe Cantina. It's one of those. Um, 
Uh, thank you, everybody, for uh, subscribing to the show through iTunes. Subscribe, rate, comment. We command you to do this. It actually does really help the show. It takes you like three seconds, you know, and just go do a search on iTunes, find Sick and Wrong, leave us a comment, give us a rating. And seriously, we get like, uh, you know, 20 more listeners a week from it. So thank you for doing that. We appreciate it. Um, Wackily, we're almost out of Quad OTs. I might have to order more now. They've just mm-hmm. been selling. You want to know why? I think it's because we have sexy chicks modeling our T-shirts. Of course, that's why. Yeah, and I think Sex dudes. Sells. Well, I think dudes think if they buy a quad OT and put it on their wife or their girlfriend, that they're going to just magically look like Poppy Thorne. Which I'm sorry, that's probably not going to happen. D. Okay. What are you doing? I'm just being realistic you're not, here. You're not a good. You're not a good marketing. Uh, person, I don't. Yes, sell that's illusions. exactly what's gonna happen. <laughs> well, they might not look like Poppy Thorne, but they'll look either like Poppy Thorne or that tattooed chick. Uh, you know, or you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay, they'll look Holly close Stevens. to Stevens, but uh, yeah, you know, but, but we have we're having a pinup competition, so you can you know what you should do is get one for your wife, put it on, and then get a picture of the Poppy Thorne picture and put it over her face. <laughs> So, so while you're having sex, you're staring at Poppy Thorne, but yet, you know, the body of your wife wearing a sick around quarto tee. I think that's the best thing to do. Sure. Yeah. Well, there's a few more girls that have just joined up the contest. So, ladies, you have till March 15th to uh, send me some photos. That's the deadline for the pinup contest. And then we're going to have a big voting thing on the website. And there's going to be some fabulous prizes. Let's go to sickerwrongpodcast.com, click on store and get your shirt today. Wackily, the Sick and Wrong Song of the Week is my special dedication to you on your birthday here. Really? Yep, one of your favorite recording artists, Randy I Newman. I said no gifts. Randy Who's Newman. It? We're going to end on, the show man. with a song called Short People that I find somewhat offensive. Like on that, that album, uh, what's it called? Criminal, Little Criminals? Little Criminals, yes, I have it. I, I flip, I, like I skip that song because I'm offended by it. <laughs> And it, not because I'm like, see. I don't consider myself to be a very short person. I'm a short person. Not very. What size shoes do you wear? Nines. Is there, are those like a nine and a half, actually? Oh, same size as me. Yeah, then, I'm have, normal size feet. We both have feet. tiny little shoes on tiny little feet. But that, that, what I hate about it is how he's saying like they're weird because they're, or they shouldn't live because they have tiny hands. And for, you know, at first True. I listened to that song and then I didn't listen to Randy Newman for like a good six months. Right, and then I just skipped by that song because the rest of the album is pretty amazing. Uh, Little criminal. Yeah. So, so I'm going to dedicate that song. I'm going to go. You know, I'm going to say, hey, you know what? It's your birthday, so happy birthday to you, Wacker. We're going to end the show with "Short People" by Randy Newman. Is that your? Is, is you. he still like still your favorite recording artist? One of them for sure. If you okay, if you had Little Criminals up, is great. Uh, I'm not going to remember the name of the albums, but if you were tramped like you know underneath a snowbank in your car and one CD was cracked, it was either Weird Al's Dare to Be Stupid or Randy Newman's Little Criminals. Which one would you want it to be? Which one to be cracked? Probably uh, Weird Al. Dare to Be I, Stupid. It's a, it's, a, it's a classic album and it's it's seminal and whatever. It's one for the ages, but it's not the type of thing you're going to listen to over and over again. And to be honest, neither is Randy Newman. But maybe you could get like three listens out of Randy Newman before you slit your wrists, and you'd only get like one. Out one of, out of Weird Al, probably. Still, both are very very good albums. Right. Uh, well, anyway, Wackerly, uh, happy birthday! I'm hoping uh, at the very least you get a hand job. 
It'd be a drunken hand job from a homeless lady outside when you go out to smoke. No. What about a drunken hand job for myself? Oh, that that, that could happen too. I was hoping that a drunken homeless woman would give you a hand job. But you know what? In fact, you should take some money out of the Sigurong T-shirt fund and just pay for a hand job. Why not? You earned it. All right. I mean, I don't know. how much is a hand job from a homeless lady? Like thirty. I bucks? don't know, but we'll find out. <laughs> I'm not going to a homeless lady if I'm paying for it. I'm going to go on to, I'm gonna go on third... to drive down San Pablo and find uh, you know a nice, uh, you know, Oakland prostitute. Okay, like Shaniqua or something. All right, you know what? You Probably got a fifty dollars cap. You got a fifty dollars uh, like cap. That. Yeah, there it is. Fifty. Maybe bucks. your name will be. Maybe or maybe your name will be Kelly. <laughs> Kelly, the hand job queen of San Pablo Avenue. Fifty dollar cap. Just do it. Do with it as you please. That's what I. Fifty say. bucks. Fifty bucks, man. For a hand job. Well, how much is a hand job? It can't be fifty bucks. Well, 20. okay. I don't know. Maybe get two. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> well, I'll come back the next I'm not day talking about a hand job from a lady with no arms. All right, that's called a blowjob <laughs> or a foot job. Well, happy birthday, anyway. I'm I'm eager to hear about and find out about yes. what happens next I feel, week. I feel one year older. People will be back next week with episode three twenty. Until then, take a sleazy. Good night. Yeah.
It's Arnold. It's, it's been a long time since I called sick and wrong, but I just wanted to say, you're still a bunch of pussies, bunch of faggots, bitch, bunch of little girly men. I'm with Angel. He's a, he's a Chilean coal miner. So whatever. What are you doing? You bunch of nerds playing Skyrim. Bunch of pussies. I get sex all day, every day. What are you doing? You don't do anything. You play this little fucking... What are you doing? What are you doing right now? All right, there's wipers going on right now. But don't worry. You're still pussies. All right, they're making false sounds. You're still, you're still a bunch of pussies. I hate you. I hope you die. Guess what? We just watched Broncos Bears. We went to it. We saw Jesus. We saw Jesus BD everybody. When I say BD, I know you know what I'm saying. Big dick. Jesus, big dick, everybody. We're all going to die. Yeah, take a left. Shut up, whoever you are. Don't worry. I hate you. My best friend's the Jew, and my best friend's a Chilean gold miner. And I fucking hate all of you, because you suck. Guess what? You suck. There's my Jeep. You suck. Whatever. I'll talk to you later.